Hello, Sprout. <laughs> Sprout. That's a weird nickname. I'm playing a little hurt today. Oh, what's going on? I, a little bit of a little bit of a, a cold. The sniffles. Uh, well, luckily I cannot catch that through the uh, the internet's. So I don't know. My mic's pretty good. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm finishing a text here. I want to give you my full and undivided attention. So good because I, I'm I'm laboriously working on this list. The top five? Oh yes. You you suggested the top five. I know, and I didn't know how hard it would be until I made a list of twenty five, and now I'm narrowing it down to five. Twenty five. I'm very passionate about it. today's list is is to me as last week's list is to you. Well, that's going to make you sound a lot more gratuitous than me because <laughs> my list was into the world movies. Yeah, I care about uh, about the value of women, and you care about uh, don't, the world. Don't, <laughs> don't put that on me. <laughs> Which you know the the movie for today, Tomb Raider. Uh, it's almost an end of the world movie if you uh, consider pandemic type movies in that. Sure, it's so close. Which you know you had asked about. Uh, I am a legend in our top five list, which which was incorrect. That is not a movie that belonged there. But you know there are such uh, pandemic movies that don't involve zombies, such as that uh, that uh, Dustin Hoffman one. Uh, I think it's called Outbreak. Oh yeah, is Contagion the, also a uh, something or does That's Contagion a show. Lead? That's a show. Oh, Isn't was that, that a show? I think it's it. Well, I don't know. There, there there might be several iterations of uh, Contagion, but but yeah, that's one of those things where um, I am both terrified in real life of them, but also enjoy a movie about them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. There's that. Right, 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 right. Um, did you finish your text? Are we ready to go officially? Oh, yeah. No, well, sorry. Yes, I, I'm going right here. I'm going. Okay. Steven, uh, yeah. give your famous uh, intro. My famous intro? Uh, clearing my throat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start the, start the podcast off right. I'm freezing. I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right this now. This is why we don't do an improv act, me and you. That's <laughs> why we've rehearsed every show impeccably. We have two dress rehearsals. A dark uh, night. <laughs> what, 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 what am I supposed to be doing? Well, I don't know. I just thought you were going to kick it off with some sort of uh, grandiose uh, intro. That's fine. No, that's fine. A, one, a thing that I have never done on this show. I know. I know. <laughs> what? So why are you I asking know. for it now? You just want to put me on the spot because you, you're still working on your top five. I did. Yeah. Welcome to the exchange. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, hey, it's a, Nate Bernowski here, along with Stephen Robles up here in the booth. Thanks for coming out today. It's a wonderful day in Chicago and Tampa, Florida. I mean, it, it rains and thunderstorms every day here at, during the season. But yeah, that's, it's fine. Other it's than that, day. it's fine. Uh, Stephen, we yes. gather here today <laughs> because we watched the movie under Tomb the, Raider. On the side of God. Under the Tuscan yes. sun. Because... <laughs> Before sunrise, because we watched Tomb Raider, the yes. new one, and right. I just wanted to let everyone know that our top five today will be top five female heroines. That's right. Now, I'm going to peel right. back the curtain gently 
and well, say, I, it, well, I don't, listeners, you're, you're in a mood right listen, now. Nick. I, I am. I don't know what to do. I, it's I don't the know sickness. Right it's the cold. It's the cold medicine. I was not prepared for this, Nate. Uh, I didn't know I was getting this today. So, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Too much. Too much. No, 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 no. I think it's great. Uh, go ahead. No, peel I'll it back, take it Nate. one step back. Uh, the yeah, the peel back. Um, <laughs> the Claritin, the Claritin peel. When that comes off, mm, um, yes. I thought we should announce the movie in the top five a little earlier on the podcast because. Right. Um, you faithful listeners out there can That's take right. the during boring times like like this. No, exact no, moment. no. Wait a minute. Okay, there's okay. no boring times. Yeah, yeah. During moments when your mind drifts off, uh, you can think, <laughs> uh, or just while in rapt attention, you can think to yourself mm-hmm. of the top five female heroines as we discuss Tomb Raider, so that when we get to it, you don't have to pause the podcast and come up with your own top five. You can kind of be forming them. Uh, right. On the spot, yes. As as yeah, we do, fifty percent of the time. <laughs> no, no. I prepare. No, no. I make sure I'm, I'm I prep now. I'm one through five. I'm locked in. Okay, you're good to go. Okay, good. Um, this is going to be an interesting li- interesting list. I think uh, I have one sleeper hit here that I don't think um, we're definitely. I don't think we're going to share. But I, I, I'm, I predict three. We're going to share three of them. You think, think. so? Maybe we'll Oof. see. I do want to mention, uh, since we're addressing our listeners and breaking the fourth wall here, peeling it back, peeling back the wall, uh, last <laughs> last episode's uh, movie, Geostorm, was a suggestion by a listener, Cast W. So uh, thank you for that. And we have actually gotten uh, many suggestions that uh, we have not done yet. <laughs> But uh, well, we will. We'll get to them. Yes. We Thanks, so keep Cass. sending. Yes, and keep sending them in. Uh, we thank you. And uh, yeah. And I think good. at the I think at the end of this podcast, I'll say it again. But I think for those the the list, our list at the end of each of these um, episodes. podcasts episodes, whatever they're called, when you'd re- the potties, record pod, yeah, the potties. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to get. <laughs> I would love to get thing. other people's top five lists. I would love to hear Ooh, about them. Yes. Um, so if you could uh, tweet at Stephen Robles. <laughs> or at Nate Baranowski, or better yet, at both of us. I'd love sneaking to. Them, I'd love to them. hear your top five on Twitter and all the ways we got it wrong. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, we we would love to uh, hear from you, uh, just in general. You know, yeah. I think we get a. Le- <clears throat> I don't know about you. I've received a couple uh, text messages with uh, hot dogs and mayonnaise and um, other things, but uh, we'd love to hear about the, your top fives. Absolutely. And, uh, and if you feel our reviews of these movies and our ratings are totally absurd uh we don't care but you can let us know anyway at steven robles <laughs> no no we do care we do care we do care no it, um, yes this podcast is is really a dialogue between us and you except we can't hear you we're really pandering to our <laughs> listeners today nate are we you know what uh, just uh, trying to get me. to those that <laughs> subscriber number yeah now let me say i, I do want to uh, congratulate uh, you and the show a uh, total of 500 downloads as of today so uh that's exciting Thank I don't you. know if it's a. I don't know if it's awkward to uh, to say the number on the air, but I just did it. Well, so fourth so wall is broken. And uh, don't worry, there's no ad read in this episode yet. <laughs> so all this pandering does not mean that you'll be interrupted with a Casper mattress. Uh, but if you'd like to go to caspermattress.com/podcast, 
<laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, the exchange. Uh, oh. Use promo. Use promo code uh, uh, Hot Dog Mayo. Yeah, episode. I, I mean, we're only on episode fifteen now. By the time we get to That's fifty, right. you might have to put up with mm-hmm. some ad reads. But for now, it's pure, right. uh, and we're not sellouts. <laughs> it's pure gold. I think it was you were it's looking pure for. Pure Veginase, <laughs> brought to you by Veginase. I would good have you tried? Have you tried Veginase yet? No, I actually saw it in uh, the grocery store last night, and mm-hmm. it was six dollars mm-hmm. for the small <laughs> container. And I thought it's to myself, yeah. uh, maybe a listener will send me Veginase. <laughs> so, so, mom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not cheap. And uh, if you get it from a health food store, it's twice as much. Oh, it's strictly because it's in a health food store. Oh, uh, same exact product, but you know, got it. Now there's a there's a movie coming out this weekend, Nate. Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh. Um, Mission Impossible uh, Skyfall, I think, is the <laughs> title. Or Mission Impossible. Uh, Doing it Moon again. Rake, Moonraker. Uh, Moonraker. Edge of <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Live die. Day, Ethan die Hunt another. Repeat. Yeah. Die another day after tomorrow. I think that's the the name of the movie. But anyway, are you a Mission Impossible fan? I yes, I love Mission yes. Impossible under the Tuscan yes. sun. I think uh, I think I'm going to be seeing the the actually on this opening weekend, which is rare for me. I think I'm going to see Ooh. it, and uh, maybe uh, you know if you happen to see it sometime soon, we could do a top five yes. Mission Impossible. Movies. Yes, I want to see it in theaters. I would be thrilled to rate all the Mission Impossible movies. Yes, uh, I think with that you. that would be. Uh, we've snuck them in periodically. You're talking about uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and such, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to know. I remember the f- the first Mission Impossible. You kind of had to be a fan, like you had to really want to like it, right? Because it was it was pretty slow, and um, you know, it obviously, definitely has a, a different feel than the the current ones. Sort of like how how different Fast and Furious is when it started versus now. I feel like yeah. that's kind of what Mission Impossible has done too. And also, uh, I mean, even Mission Impossible Two, you know, you had Tom Cruise with long hair and uh, <laughs> lots of motorcycle chases, and very different from uh, Mission Impossible One. So, yes. Oh, yes. But I'm a. I think I'm about to pull something here. Um, in the first Mission Impossible movie, one of the actresses. There is no pull yes, too deep um, for me for Mission Impossible. Kristen Scott Thomas was the Sarah Davies actor. Uh, she was on the the uh, Mission Impossible team at the beginning of the movie. I, I believe that she dies pretty early on, but she is in Tomb Raider. Uh, in the Tomb Raider movie we watched for today's episode. Whoa. Right? Maybe that was deeper than I, I knew. I, feel, I only recognized her uh, when I was watching the Tomb Raider and I saw her at the uh, you know the boardroom thing or whatever. Uh, yeah, I was like, wait, where do I know her from? And Mission Impossible. It popped into my head. Oh, she was. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, fantastic. Anyway, we're we're <clears throat> we're kind of dancing around. I mean, maybe we should just uh, just dive right into the movie. But did you have any uh, any follow up or any uh, uh, any other? The plugs new Mission like Impossible is ninety seven percent in Rotten Tomatoes. The one that's coming Ooh, out right now. That's exciting. Yeah, it's also two and a half hours long. But uh, perfect now, this for is a, a theater one, viewing. Two, three, four. So this is the fifth Mission Impossible. No, sixth. Sixth. See, th- this is one of those things. Mission Impossible uh, 1, 2, 3, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Uh, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation, and then this and one. And now Fallout. Now, Fall, I, see, falling. Falling slowly. <laughs> uh, fallen, uh, which uh, Fallen's a good Denzel Washington movie. Oh. Um, 
Which we should we should we should we should get into some uh, yeah the whistling. We should get into some Denzel Washington movies sometime. Anytime those are. I would rate Denzel Washington <laughs> movies from, anytime, any from day. From John Q to Fallen to everything. That's good okay. stuff. I have one more thing before we get into Tomb Raider. One more quick uh, side note, okay. but it's well, movie well, related. I didn't get to my, I didn't get to my thing. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Can you remember, remember yours? I just want to say, I don't like when a long series such as Mission Impossible starts with a numbered uh, chronology mm. and then moves to a strictly naming. Like 007 is only named. You know, there's no one, two, three, four, five. There's none of that. You know, it's only the uh, Golden Eye. Die another day, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And then you, and then you have you have Star Wars, which gives you both. You get a Roman numeral and you get a name, but it's consistent. I feel like that's the one uh, weak link here in Mission Impossible that kind of switched it up literally halfway through. So right, they didn't want to. I think people are worried about getting too high of numbers. Um, yeah, reasonable, reasonable. I mean, yeah, um, I think they stopped putting Roman numerals next to the land before times. Uh, <laughs> I actually right. just looked up Home Alone, got to Home Alone 4, and then they made another movie right. in 2012 that was just Home Alone colon The Holiday. Hmm. I was talking to my Heist. I was talking to my <laughs> I was talking to my team today about that with uh, iPhones cuz you got iPhone 10 now and like are you going to keep keep going like iPhone 11, 12? It'll be like know. iPhone Napa Valley. <laughs> iPhone <laughs> Serengeti. Right. Okay, on that note, please uh, what, what were you going to say? A uh, movie related? This weekend, when I was hanging out with a couple dads, uh, mm. friends of mine, watching their kids and hanging out with them, when they all went to sleep, uh, the thought was, around the room, we were going to watch A Quiet Place. That was oh, the plan. <laughs> but we eventually did not watch it because, here was the reasoning, it was about 10.30 at night, and we did the math and said we don't have time for a palate cleanser movie after a quiet place but and to test our fear we turned off all the lights and watched the trailer at the end of the trailer we thought like okay this is kind of how you're going to feel after the movie now sit here in the dark for a second how does this feel and every movement of a child in a crib was about to feel like a three-fingered sound alien so we went. So we stopped. We didn't do it. No. And I've decided I'm going to watch A Quiet Place mid-afternoon while having like chips and guac. <laughs> so, so you haven't seen it yet? Nope, not yet. Okay, I've heard it's a good movie. I've heard great uh, things. So a couple things here. You said it was a bunch of adults, right? Yes. Three, <laughs> three adults, two other guys and me. Not like a not, not a group of eight. But you were all universally concerned about your own frightenedness well okay uh, digging in further one yeah. friend said he was out entirely that was like he, did, he wanted no part he was of it. yeah no part of it like all right okay. i'm going to bed okay the other guy and me the other friend and myself yeah we were the ones who decided to do the the, the trial viewing of the trailer okay it yeah. had to be watched on an ipad <laughs> with splitter splitter headphones it's an ipad pro mind you this is our, yeah. a lot of apple references so very large um yeah. so splitter headphones because you can't have it too loud because otherwise you're gonna wake the kids 
Yeah. Apparently, this is dad life. This I I know yeah. nothing about because I play I blare my music and my movies as loud as I want. Yeah, can't do that anymore. Nope. So, yeah, and that's whenever we have friends over or like situations where we've like been somewhere with other people and our kids are asleep. We're always like, yeah, we can't we can't play the movie very loud. And then people say, well, you can't hear what they're saying. They watch it on subtitles. Do you use that subtitle? Do you live that subtitle life? If necessary. But here's the thing. So in my living room, I have the larger TV of my home there, 50 mm-hmm. inch, and I have a 5.1 surround system. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, you know, it's not fancy or anything. It's whatever. <laughs> no, but, don't be uh, modest. I literally, I literally never get to watch a movie in that venue because uh, my baby's room is right there. And so if I were to watch it in there, it'd have to be so low, it doesn't even matter. So we watch stuff in the bedroom and um, nothing, no, smaller TV, no sound system. And that's just how you have to do it when you're, uh, when you're dead. <laughs> just I, feel like, I feel like Bluetooth, head, I actually looked into Bluetooth headphones because I want to watch something with nice sound on a full scale yeah. TV. Like I'm already thinking ahead to my life. With kids and thinking like, because I can't, I hate when the sound is so low, I can't understand what's being said or I I don't get the, you know, the music and the swelling epicness of it. Right. I I don't, I don't know. Have you, uh, do you have a pair of AirPods? Uh, I do. I do not. So one of the amazing parts of them is once you sync them to your phone, any device with your iCloud account they just automatically connect with. And so I watch all my entertainment on an Apple TV and I've a couple times used my AirPods with the Apple TV because my wife fell asleep and it's been amazing. Yes. And one of the cool things is when you're listening to stuff on your phone, if you take one AirPod out, it will pause the podcast or the music automatically. It knows you took one out and it just pauses. And when you put it back in your ear, it resumes playing right there. And it does the same thing on the Apple TV. And so if you take one out of your ear, it pauses the movie. Wow. And uh, it's pretty amazing. But so, what, if you wanted to li- what if you wanted to just have one in so you could keep an ear out for uh, a crying child? You can definitely do that. I mean, you can, you can you know, override the pause function. Yeah, yeah. You just okay. press play and it'll, it'll keep going. Oh, okay. okay. But... Uh, and even when sharing, like you and the, your dad friend was doing a split uh, headphone thing, uh-huh. uh, we actually have, at one point, I put one AirPod in my ear and my wife took the other AirPod uh, in her ear and you can yeah, share. Lady in the tramp like on it. <laughs> something like that. Okay, so one, one last thread here before uh, <laughs> I forget. We were so close. We were so close like, to Tomb like Raider. <laughs> I like this idea. Of a palate cleanser movie. Oh yes. Now, now I'm in favor of this. Now, now I do this, but not with the entire movies per se. Right. So right. if my my wife and I watch some kind of heavy drama mm-hmm. or you know a very emotional type movie, I like to watch something else before I go to sleep. Yes. But I don't like I don't like staying up too late, so I don't do a whole a, movie. A TV show, right? We're talking TV show. Or I go over to YouTube, <laughs> and. I find some people getting hit in the crotch <laughs> off skateboards. 
<laughs> no way. <laughs> you know? And I, I absolutely, I, I subscribe to, a, I believe it's Fail Army is the YouTube channel. Oh. And uh, I'll watch a six or seven minute, you know, people doing stupid stuff and uh, getting hurt for seven minutes. It's very minutes. mature of you. And that is my <laughs> palate cleanser. Okay, so I guess that's a more of a truncated cleanser. I usually go to a full TV show. Like, yeah, I find yeah. a perfect, like, if you went to, like, The Office, Parks and Rec, How I Met Your Mother, shows like that, to me, like, Friends, whatever, they, they're they the perfect amount of levity. Because what I need yeah, is a, yeah. a dose of levity. And I guess... Right. Um, people falling off uh, a roof into their swimming pool would do the same, <laughs> would do the trick in under a minute, I guess. Yeah, and uh, the thing about all the TV shows you just mentioned, I've not seen any of them. And so I don't have a 20-minute TV wait, show. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I know. Here it comes. Here it comes. The Office? The American version? <sighs> Literally everyone that I work with uh-huh. In my immediate uh-huh. vicinity, our uh-huh. office gurus. They make okay. all these references to each other. Okay. We've seen every episode okay. multiple times. Right. They say they have, they something have parties. About they go watch them. They're all friends. Literally, yeah. literally do. Literally do. Make, uh, everybody's laughing. They watch an episode on their lunch break. Uh-huh. And they keep telling me, you got to, it's funny. You got to, okay. you got to watch it. Okay. I said, okay, that's fine. Uh-huh. And so they, and this is what they say. They say, start with season two. Okay. Yep. Agreed. They said, that's where it really picks up. I said, uh, uh, Parks okay? and Recreation. Right. I've Parks only seen the blue. I've seen the bloopers of Chris Pratt, and they're hilarious. Uh, but I've never seen a full episode. But with just real quick, back to the Office. So uh-huh. I did what they said. I started uh-huh. with season two. Uh-huh. I watched uh, the Dundies. I believe is the first episode of that season. Uh, medium, medium, good. Exactly. I go so dinner, I went back dinner party, but I'm not sure what season <laughs> that's went, in. I went ahead. back and I said, uh, "Listen, guys, I watched this episode of the Dundies. It was okay. It was fine." Uh, uh, I'm not really you, motivated to watch the rest of them. And they're like, well, listen, gave, listen, listen. You gave one episode. You gave they they said, you gave it one they shot? It, they said, no, no, no. Okay, don't start with that one. You got to go midway and you got to start at uh, the client or the interview or something like something like the performance review. They said, okay. go over there. I said, okay, you know, we've done this twice. You said, don't start with season one. Then I start with season two. You said, don't start with the first episode of that season. Then you said, you got to give it a chance. I said, okay. So I watched uh, performance review. I said, yeah, it's, it's fine. You know, it's it's all right. And they said, well, did you watch The Client? You know, you got to watch that for the setup. Uh, and I boy. said, I said no, I, I didn't watch The Client. And they said, oh, well, you got to. And uh-huh. so th- th- we go back and forth. This is all day. It's just roundabout. It's about. Aesop's fable you're, you're spinning here. <laughs> it's just a real, it's just this whole process. I just, I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Okay. And and Parks and Rec, you never, you never tried that one. No, but I I think I would enjoy it. I know Ron Swanson. Yep. I feel like I've probably heard every line he's ever yep, said in yep. that show from other people. Like, bacon, you know, give me all the bacon. No, no, no. You misunderstand. I meant all the bacon you have. You know, whatever. And I think it's it's probably very funny, and I would enjoy it. But <laughs> I, I have never seen a full episode. No. Wow. Okay. Here's what I here's what I think. I will not chastise you. I'm actually more impressed than anything because here's what I assume <laughs> about you. Yes. I assume. Because you have not watched either of these shows, you have probably, I mean, you have so much more free time in your life that you've used. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, there's probably a 40-hour work, uh, maybe two weeks worth of life that you've lived that everyone else, <laughs> including myself, who's watched it, has not. So I assume, 
my assumption when I hear that you haven't watched these mm-hmm. shows is that you have instead perfected bonsai trimming, uh, babushka doll <laughs> painting, uh, some sort of uh, Gregorian chant. Uh, I can do it. I can do it too. rollerblades. No, no, I can't. What, I mean, I assume that you've spent the time reading and, and growing an intellectual acumen. Pursuits. Your yeah. intellectual pursuits. Is this true? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm impressed because I believe you're probably smarter because of it, because you've spent it wisely. Now, if you spent that time, so help me, watching Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla 2014, or any of that day after tomorrow and natural disaster stuff, then you are more dumb. <laughs> no. So what happens is you get to that time in the evening where you're going to watch something. Something is going to happen on the TV. And so you have a choice to make. Do I watch one or two episodes of The Office that everyone tells me is great, uh-huh. but I've or seen several episodes? <laughs> or, in my case, uh, part of a Netflix documentary or a YouTube like explainer video and about like math or space or something. Right. And uh, I gravitate towards the latter. I'll see a documentary-style something or... A uh, YouTube video about, you know, what's the difference between Great Britain, the UK, and England, and uh, I'll watch that. Uh, so you are much more sophisticated and much more know, concerned about fluoride in your drinking <laughs> water. He keeps saying all that. Well, yeah, I mean, I I no longer eat meat, dairy, grains, or anything of the sort. I just live on water and lettuce right. and kale. Excuse me. Yeah. Because uh, how many food times? Because you've watched <laughs> Magic Pill a lot. You know, I haven't seen that one. I've seen Food Inc., uh, Forks Over Knives, and whatever the documentaries that say sugar is the worst, and the uh, and the, the juice, the, the the food <laughs> truth or the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not that truth. That truth is wrong. This is the other truth. Right, you know, right. All those, all those documentaries. Right, the real truth. Government's holding that yeah. on you. All right, let's let's get to. It. And on that <laughs> let's note, let's talk <laughs> about note. Tomb Raider. We watched the 2018 movie Tomb Raider, and I did not have a. High hopes for this, but I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was it was a fun watch. How did you go? How did you go into seeing this movie? Like, were you? Did you have a low bar? You have a high bar? Um, I had a relatively low bar just because I knew the reviews uh, going into it. It kind of came like I was actually excited for it when I first saw the trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm aware of the. It's kind of based on the the Tomb Raider video game. I think it was like a 2014 reboot of young Lara Croft. Mm. Um, so I was excited about it. Then it came and went, and I heard not great things about it. So I was had tempered expectations going in. I was actually um, kind of a, a, a quasi-fan of the old Tomb Raider movies. They have the, mm-hmm. the, the lovability of... Uh, let's say an old mummy movie. So I was kind of excited mm-hmm. to see uh, this actress who uh, Alicia. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm gonna say Vikander. Yeah, she's Swedish. That Swedish. Sound, yeah, that sounds great. Um, she was. Uh, I really liked her in Man from Uncle. Uh, she was hmm. in Jason Bourne. She's oh, yeah. she's been in a few movies, and I've r- thought she was a great actress. She was in that going into this movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, 
also this is one of those situations where I'm like, God, someone younger than me starred in a blockbuster movie. Man, that's going to become more and more common. <laughs> I know, I don't, oh, I don't want to talk she about She was it. born October 3rd, 1988. She is Oh, she's still younger than me. Shoot. I was born in February. I did the math wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, see, it? more successful. But uh yeah, she's good. So well, I watched the trailer uh before we watched the whole movie. And um you know, the trailer was like, okay, lots of action. I can get down with that. Uh-huh. But it did feel like there was going to be a lot of unrealistic Fast and the furious type action. Right. And uh, that prediction came to pass, I feel. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of uh, unreasonable, like, near-death saves. But let's, anyway, yeah. ju- let's jump right in. And I'd like you to tell me, Stephen, yes. because this, the movie is fresh in your mind. Can you yeah. remember the most preposterous um, Fast and the Furious-esque uh, stunt that you saw in this movie? Because I have so one I, at the tip of my tongue. I feel like the rotting plane that she encounters after going through the white rapids or whatever, like there's four, I think it's like four or five moments where she almost fell to her doom and then you know she's on the wing, and yeah. and the wing starts breaking. So she jumps to the body of the plane, and then the body starts sliding down. And then she gets stuck in the cockpit, and the cockpit starts breaking off. And then she reaches for a parachute. <laughs> and then this mo- this moment when she grabbed the parachute as she's falling out, and then pulls the parachute cord, but she didn't get the parachute on. So she's holding <laughs> the parachute, like hugging it. And like falling, and the parachute's like tearing away as she's falling, and uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm I'm pretty sure the force at which a parachute would <laughs> stop you, like your arms would rip off or something, <laughs> like you wouldn't hold on, you wouldn't be able to hold on to that. Okay, yes, this is this this is the moment. Good, I'm, we okay, are okay. we are in lockstep here because yeah, yeah. I watched this movie with my wife, um, and we talked afterwards, and she said, oh, I thought she was going to put it on real quick. Like put those, <laughs> put those uh, the arm, straps on the, the straps on, but yeah, yeah, holding it as soon as that thing ejected, a yeah. your arms are on. Either it's going to blow up into your chest like an airbag, and, it, right. and you you held it the wrong way, or yeah, b right. your arms are on the other side. Yeah, your arms are like where is the chute coming out of? And they yes, are, yeah. what what kind of arm strength must you have to be like? No, I got this. <laughs> Right, yeah, like, yeah, that that was, that kind of pulled me out a little bit. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. And she even like when she's in the middle of the plane and it starts like falling off, she's like, really? You know, she's <laughs> proclaiming that she just can't get a break. I'm like, yeah, right. okay, all right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> and so there, at the beginning, she's a, uh, I don't know, I don't know if we, if we want to summarize it. I mean, basically, uh, yeah, you know, she give, lost you her. Can give a quick her, summary there. I mean, uh, you know, basically she's a daughter of uh, this rich guy who leads a mysterious life. Come to find out he's uh, stopping uh, conspiracies around the world from an organization that's uh, trying to commit mass genocide or something. Uh, Her dad disappears, and she come to find out that from a puzzle he left her in his will that uh, he's on the secret island trying to stop the organization from finding a deadly disease, which I was really worried was going to get super weird with that... uh, queen of the dead or whatever uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh but no that was fine that was reasonable 
And uh, so she uh, goes to the island, finds out her dad's not dead, and uh, they work together to, uh, you know, stop the organization. So her dad left, and she did not take the inheritance because she didn't want to admit that her dad had died. And so she's poor, apparently. Doesn't have a lot of money. Right. And then so she's a bike delivery person. Right. And so there's a, there's a cool bike chase scene where she yep. like uh, takes up a challenge. I was down. I thought that was cool. Yep. I like the that. whole. Yeah, I like that. Paint and, uh, can, she was, dripping paint. Right, dude, dripping paint. The people are trying to catch her. As soon as like they slow mo to her looking at somebody on the sidewalk, and she thought it was her dad. I was like, she's gonna crash. I mean, come on. Like <laughs> that was obvious. Right. Like, but but it was a cool scene nonetheless. Um, and then she goes uh, to Hong Kong and begins uh, the the adventure. Uh, one question I have is. If the, Just the one? Seven, no, I have that many questions. <laughs> but the main question is, you know, once we get, when she's on the island and doing all the fancy stuff, like she seems like she has some kind of training or experience in these like really heated scenarios. And all we see in the flashbacks is her like not shooting a bow and arrow very well. <laughs> like that's the only thing we ever see her like practicing. Right. And like she's a bike delivery person. Oh, and she boxes. Like yeah, the opening yeah. scene is little, her boxing. Yeah, some fighting. She's really not, good at n- not tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> but like she didn't even win. Like she was not good at the boxing part. So for all intents and pur- purposes, like she has no training. She's not a good uh-huh. boxer and she rides a bike all day. Yep. But somehow when she gets on the island, she's like a Hawkeye with a bow and arrow. Yep. She can like leap from you know crazy things and cliffs and somehow grab onto something she's amazing survivalist yep like i I, that none of that made sense like you can't tell me that genetics has made her like this superhuman so that was a little bit like eh. but i put it aside and tried to enjoy the action right uh anyway so i had an issue i I, okay i will express i had a big issue with this representation of Laura Croft, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. kind of because of what you just said, yes. But also, when you have to have a lot of people around you tell you a how brave you are and b how smart you are, <laughs> it it means that your character isn't exuding bravery and intelligence like you should. And I feel like. There wasn't, she didn't have the kind of charisma or dare I say personality that made her super likable or like, wow, she's super smart. And I I give this as an example of where I feel like they didn't give her much to do is that even the puzzles in this movie, part of the enjoyment of showing puzzles is that as an audience member, even if they solve it much faster than you could, you kind of have a feeling of like I'm along with them, and if right. I was staring at the same puzzle, I could have figured it out. But they did it in what in five minutes, what I could have done in three hours. Yeah, or the floor is literally falling out from under you, and you're trying to figure out a puzzle. Right, right, and and even in the movies where you're not given all the pieces, there's still a sense of like, oh, I see her figuring it out. I see right. her doing this. In right. this movie, her puzzle solving is really just spinning around a random uh, Tetris cube until that opens. Spinning around a uh, wooden block puzzle till that opens. Spinning around the dials on the door to the uh, mummy lady until right. that opens. Combining blue and yellow to make green. 
<laughs> and like it's yeah. fe- like the I love when traps and the puzzles are all like, wow, she's super smart. Yeah. She's figuring this out. But yeah, yeah, they yeah. never let us in on this. And I felt at the end like I know everyone says, oh, you're so smart. You're so brave. But like she didn't have the kind of charisma and the kind of like she didn't exude this. Does that make sense? Yeah. I yeah. Maybe I'm also too picky with it. No, well, I also feel like I don't think, again, she has the background or character buildup to be as good in, like, tough situations. So, like, they right. take this boat uh, across the Jap- Japanese, uh, the what is it, the Sea of the Dead or the Dark Sea or something, Yeah, yeah. to this island, and, like, they run into this crazy storm, and the boat is, like, sinking and, all, and it's crashing, and, like, at one point she has to, like, monkey bar across a part of the boat that's been damaged and then she runs off to the edge and just like jumps off into the water and i'm like unless you have some kind of like training and experience doing that kind of stuff like you don't naturally just do that right like (coughs) little story here i think what they i think what they did is maybe when they made this movie they had these great stills and these great moments from the video game where it's like, oh, at some point in time, right, we want yeah. her to be, we want this shot of her jumping off of this or one shot right. of her hanging from this airplane. But you're, yeah. you're right. They didn't give us enough background to make it believable that she, you know, she wasn't trained by the League of Shadows somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, and the shot of her jumping off the boat is like super epic. And like they go into slow-mo for a second and you see her like right. flying through the air. I'm like, that looks really cool. I don't know why she would do it. Now, <clears throat> quick side note. Have you ever been in a situation where you had the opportunity to be heroic, but either were or weren't? Like, you did not seize it? Like, when you say like, heroic, like, you mean like like, like scoop like, a baby like, off a sidewalk? Like, heroic? <laughs> well, like, you had a moment where there was danger. Like, someone was in danger, and you could have had the opportunity to like jump and help them, or basically run away and save yourself. Ooh, <laughs> like, have I, you ever I had that kind of situation? No, I don't think so. Or at least nothing comes to mind off the bat. Have right. you? Yeah. So this is my point. Like, unless you are you train yourself to like react in those situations in a heroic manner, I don't think it comes naturally for most people. And that's why, like, I mean, I could be totally wrong. I was never in the military, but part of it is like learning how to run towards danger and like. Right. Being okay when like, your training just being kicks able, in, being able to function when there's like bullets whizzing by your head, like that takes training. Right. And so, let me take you back to spring break, two thousand six. <laughs> <laughs> My friends and I were in the Keys, and uh, we had to, me and three friends. We took a boat way out, farther than we probably should have gone, and we went. To, we all got out of the boat swimming, and. <laughs> Thank you for setting the scene. I'll do and some so again, Foley work. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, again, the moment that you hope when it comes, you are the hero. Like, you yes. want to be the hero. Yes. And so a, a good friend of mine that I had grown up with was maybe about 30 feet away from me. And all of a sudden starts, like, yelling in pain, saying, oh, no. And I think I got stung. And apparently there was, like, a jellyfish, uh, a man of war in the water that had wrapped itself around his arm and like stung him and it had gone away. Like he was not being stung anymore, but he was in a lot of pain and like we had to get back to the boat. Like we were in open water. Right. And in that moment, I 
just got back to the boat. <laughs> like I did not go out to my friend to help pull him back. I guess in my mind I was like, yeah, he'll be fine. And wait, wait. I, so was, was your mind just not grasping? Like, I mean, did he actually need help getting back to the boat? He wasn't saying help, <laughs> but he was like, like visibly in pain and like saying "ow" that something stung him. And I uh-huh. guess my mind was, if it's fight or flight, went totally flight. And I was like, "Oh shoot! If that thing's still in the water, I don't want to get." I'm out of here. So I yeah, that's a, I literally said I'm out of here, and I got back to the boat. Now I mean, he got back to the boat just fine. Like he he's fine. Like no. Do you know no how different that story gets if? And then he sunk down beneath the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Davy Jones' locker. Yeah, that, and to so, this day I hear his <laughs> cries. Oh, and so uh, he's doing fine now. He's got a kid. Uh, he lives in, uh, in Fort Myers. He lost but, his arm later that year from the sting. Yeah. He, he used to play French horn, but now he can only play the kazoo. And so, <clears throat> like, I think back, and I'm like, man, was that my only moment to be heroic? And did I screw it up? And like, what, what, what do you like need to do in your brain? And I think maybe, like as a parent, it would change a little bit. Like, there's been a lot of times when my kid was going to do something he shouldn't have, like walk in the street without looking. And I do react for their protection. And so maybe, maybe it changes when you have like that parental right. mindset. But yeah, I I keep thinking about that. Like, I missed the moment. Like I was, I was supposed to swim over to him and help pull him back to the boat, and I didn't do it. So, yeah. Well, here's the great news. Here's the great news. <laughs> yeah, please. Your friend is very much still alive. <laughs> that is true. And now, here's what's going to happen. There's going to be obviously there are going to be more moments in your life, in your long, oh, healthy life until twenty fifty nine. Twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine. Yeah. And you will have a moment, and maybe when the action is required, you'll have a split second of thinking, I need to run. But then in the back of your mind, you will, like a little like jellyfish will show up (laughs) and say like, remember last time? And you'll say, not today. Right, right, right. And you'll you'll yell. I save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Sparta or something. Uh, uh, Jellyfish justice. Do or do not, there is no try. Uh, Or something. Yeah, I'll yell something. Right. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll quote the I arena so. by Teddy Roosevelt, and uh, yeah. you'll, you'll head forward. I'll do the entire Gettysburg Address <laughs> as the other person <laughs> drowns. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, so anyway, yeah, that was my story. So anyway, so all that to say, I I do not believe that she is good at all these situations and knows to how to grab a parachute and pull the cord and know how to hold it while falling to her doom. Right. So. Well, and, th- and that's. That's the fault of the timing of this movie because all they would have had to do, like, give me 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds of kind of mm-hmm. a teen, like, once her dad disappeared, that she, like, went all in. I mean, I guess that's what the boxing was supposed to do. But, but it wasn't good at enough. It. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, but like, it showed her, her toughness, I think, is what that showed. Her grit. Her yeah. grit. But, like, she all was like, full literally. Of grit. <laughs> She's <laughs> full of it, yeah. All of the the flashbacks to her dad was just her dad 
telling her he's leaving. Right, and like pushing his fingers like, against her forehead. <laughs> yeah, and like there was the one scene of her doing the bow and arrow, which I was like, okay, I, I at least get the bow and arrow. Yep, yep. And, and there was the line from the lady. She was like, yeah, your dad always had those Japanese puzzles around. Yeah. So, okay, like I, those are the two skills that I could see she developed. But like nothing well, she like, went from a she went from a biker a delivery person to a stone cold i just killed six dudes with a, an arrow <laughs> right. to the face now there was a, there is that one scene where it's probably the first time she like kills a person or has ever killed a person and she has to like oh, fight yeah. off that guy that found her which that that was pretty that uh, it was pre- never it was mind scene, like i li- i never mind that was good now you yeah, know what was, i take back good. what i said before yeah, yeah. after that one she, that's when she did her little and I at least find that I found it believable. Like she had to reflect on what she just did. Right. So I feel like at least at least the movie like gave yeah. her that. Um, Can I yeah. speak of another? Uh, this movie had a couple a couple decent moments, and okay. I think that was one of them. The other one that I kind of liked was when she found her dad on the island, and mm-hmm. he was kind of like mumbling to himself, like she's not like don't like look, don't really look at her. Either. She's not here, and right, I found that right. kind of sweet. Yeah. That uh, he had grown out. A he had grown out perfect dreads. Those dreads were flawless <laughs> and a great <laughs> like beard. Yeah, yeah, but he was kind of like she's not real. Like she wouldn't be here, right? And I thought that was kind of cool. My note on that is, for not seeing each other for seven years, they do fight pretty quickly. <laughs> right after, after seeing each other. Well, she also he also recognizes her pretty well. For I'm assuming oh, yeah, she's true. an adult now. Well, seven years. Yeah, but so what's the other moment? Uh, I know. I think that was. Oh, the other moment is, I I don't know if it's a single moment, but I enjoy, uh, her friend from Hong Kong, the the the, yeah. the captain, right. and and the and the, um, workers, slaves. I don't know what they were in that. In the, yes. ca- prisoners. <laughs> yeah. They were prisoners. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked their being like, we're not leaving her behind, and we're gonna like dig her out. At the end, when the whole right. uh, tomb collapses, yeah, right, yeah. I and I enjoyed that they didn't uh, that we don't have romance corner this week because right. they didn't try to force a romance between uh, Laura Croft and the uh, the, the, the captain guy. guy. Yeah, it was close. It was close, but it was more of a yeah. It was close. It was more of an it was, admiration. It was like, a, a mutual yeah. respect. Yeah. Uh, so I asked you <laughs> before I watched. Uh, <laughs> Do you guarantee uh, with blood that there's no nudity in this movie? Because, you know, I didn't, right. I, honestly, I don't know if I've seen the old Tomb Raider movies, so I wasn't sure. Uh, but but there was not. Uh, it was uh, pretty clean. It made me think back to, like, was there? Because every once in a while, there'll be a, a dude's butt in a movie, but it <laughs> there wasn't yeah. in this one. <laughs> Which we started watching uh, The Crown Season 2 on Netflix, and there is one of those uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but there is so i did read the plugged in have we talked about plugged in before yeah, on we this have. podcast we did a whole we section okay. on it do well i know we did vid angel oh maybe it was vid angel so anyway quickly i mean plugged in you go to plugged in.com you look up a movie and they'll literally tell you every curse word used in the movie right and any scenes of nudity <laughs> to the point where they're like a low cut uh <laughs> you know right. dress or whatever and it's like a okay. tight fitting uh tank top so, you know, we went through this whole plugged in, uh, seemed pretty uh, legit. 
they said five S words, which <laughs> one of the one of them is that in that pawn shop where she like trades in her necklace. Uh huh. I, I I enjoyed that scene. I Those that guys were funny. great. The, <laughs> yeah, the husband wife tour. <laughs> and so, in the plugged in uh, review, there's a section called other negative elements. This is after. <laughs> Uh, violent content, crude or profane language, drug and alcohol content. So other negative elements, it just reads, scores of men are held captive and used for slave labor. Oh. And I said, uh, I turned to my wife, I said, I don't know if you would think that's a negative element. She said, no, that's fine. (laughs) Scores of men held captive and used for slave labor. So, yeah. And the score score is 20, right? mm, That's right, 20 years. Um. So the little notes I had, you know, it was a, uh, it was fun to watch, you know, the whole, you know, it's a, it's a very Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. feel. You know, you get in the temple and they got to solve the problems and there's things flying around their heads, and then there's the my one. So the premise is that they're looking for this Queen of Death, right? Then if we resurrect her, like anyone she touches dies, but it's actually just a disease that her body was carrying, right? And even apparently uh, hundreds of years later. Uh, still carries it. Right. And so we see one of the guys uh, touch the body and, he, you know, g- dies within, like, seconds or whatever. Um, I don't know if a disease or virus can actually live for hundreds of years without a, you know, living sure. thing. Sure. So there's that. Okay. But uh, then there's the the moment where, like, the main bad guy, which... I, he was. He, I was down with him as a bad guy. No, nope, nope. I was not. You, you didn't not. like him at all. I don't like my bad guys so solely bad and like creepy in every way that like I didn't believe his motivation. At some point in time, he said he's doing this for like his family to get off the island, and I'm like, ah. He doesn't seem like a family guy. Yeah, he's not a family guy. A uh, spoiler alert: he's working for uh, the the lady from Mission Impossible, who is like her That's nanny. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but yeah, so instead of taking the whole body back to his uh, secret organization, he cuts off the finger yep. of the dead body, puts it in a Ziploc bag, and then puts it in his pocket. Yep. And as soon as he did that, I was like, yeah, someone's going to kick that pocket. <laughs> He's going to get infected. Well, <laughs> And uh, that's how he dies. Okay, so this is uh, that moment. Um, so she's fighting with the guy. She kicks the bridge away so that they can't escape the tomb, kind of basically saying like, all right, you and I are trapped here, which I thought right. at the moment he'd be like, I give up. But instead he decides, like, let's fight. Um, which I, I don't understand that. Like, Yeah, what's the point there? He should be trying yeah. to, like, he should be trying to make that jump to get out. Uh, yeah, I would have thought. Instead he's yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm going to fight you with this. this pickaxe. Pickaxe. <laughs> yeah. But she then, she fights him. She takes the, the finger out of his pocket and shoves it in his mouth. <laughs> here are my two thoughts. One, it's still in Ziploc, should be contained. So if if anything, it's like, okay. But let's just say it's not. My next thought is you never, ever feed the bad guy something that could could potentially make him kind of zombie-ish for a bit while he he disintegrates. Like movies have taught me, like if as the bad guy is like bursting into flame or whatever the final thing is, he gets stronger for a bit. Right, right. Don't Thankfully, shoot she kicked him off the edge really fast. Yeah, but I thought we were about to have. Out. Yeah, I thought we were about to have like a final like, zombie like fight. oh yeah, you made him a zombie. Now you have to fight him again. He leveled up. He Andros <laughs> lost his 
his outside face, and now it's just the brain. <laughs> he just has his eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's how you get the uh, abomination in the, from that Hulk movie. You know, yeah. you get the uh, the worst. You get the other Jekyll and Hyde from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. So that's what happens. This right. is what happens. Like They're not going to last long, but they're going to put up a fight while yeah. you gave them the poison. Yeah. All right, you got anything else before we rate this thing? Um... Um, <laughs> no, I think, uh, no, yes, I do. I say no, and then I'm about to talk. Um, I think Angelina Jolie was a better Laura Croft. Hmm. I, I, I think yeah. what they did here, I mean, I love, trust me, I love the whole, like, Alicia Vikander put on 11 pounds of muscle to play this part. She did a ton of working <laughs> out, uh, she, you know, she looked like she could be someone who's fighting in a gym, which is cool. And she yeah. wasn't just presented as a sex object, which right. thumbs up, thumbs up all the way around. But yeah. she didn't quite have Angelina Jolie had a bit of like, I'm smart in some ways better than you. <laughs> and like a kind yeah, of swagger yeah, yeah. that right. that the yeah, Alicia never got charisma, this, never got the charisma and swagger yeah. that I wanted in this role. That's what yeah. I have to say. <laughs> Which, right as we were starting the movie, and she was like in the middle of that boxing match, <laughs> I paused uh, because my wife and I were going to get ice cream, <laughs> and like it paused on like the close-up shot of her abs, <laughs> like uh-huh. not on purpose, like it just happened that way. <laughs> and so I told my wife, I said, uh, you know, they use me as an ab double in this movie. <laughs> Which, uh, You're you know hilarious. me is not true, but <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. She was like, uh huh. <laughs> And then we proceeded to get. Now give me some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> did. So, anyway, all right. Well, I say, from a scale of zero to five, mummy fingers. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I think you went last time, so uh, I'm going to give it. Now, this this is the part I give no pr- like prior thought to, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, this is totally off the cuff. Feel it. But I'm going to say two and a half. Mummy which, fingers. Which which of the two and a half fingers? It's a whole whole say, hand is five. I would say, I would say a pointer, a middle, and half of a ring. Ah, okay. Yes, two and a half because as improbable as a lot of the action is, and I don't believe that she, her character, would be capable of these feats of strength and gymnastics. It's still fun to watch, you know. I I think the special effects are cool, and they you know they do a good job of all that. The whole temple tomb scene is is fine, you know. It's it's fun to watch, and uh, storm at sea, you know, they packed a lot in there. But uh, one the one scene I I did like the uh, the backpack when um like she those boys like offer to like give her directions. Oh yeah, and they like grab her backpack, and there's like that chase through the mar the boats and the yeah, docks. Yeah, that was fun. That was cool, and like she gets it back and holds the kid in the headlock, and then the other kid pulls a, a knife. Like that was, I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that was that was cool. That was cool, and it had a little bit of a national treasury feel, uh, where like in her dad's will it says, "The first letter from my final destination." <laughs> and as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, this is like a clue thing. This is like a lemon juice on the <laughs> Declaration of Independence right. thing. And uh, you know, she went to his tomb and pushed the thing. And so anyway. So for for those things, I give it a two and a half. Quick, quick side moment. <laughs> Can yes. you just picture what it would be like to be her dad, and the only th- the way to get to your office is you have to go into your family's mausoleum, and oh, like yeah. your family sees you going. Oh, he's very 
guess he's just <laughs> wait he's <laughs> he's not dead yet why is he going in there and <laughs> like someone had to install that little button after they engraved his name <laughs> after he they thought he died yeah yeah and then, and whoever builds that thing you know wh- what do you ask for like uh, could you make it so <laughs> there could be a basement that would fit about a thousand bodies is that yeah, cool yeah yeah uh, sir, we just build mausoleums. This is pretty straightforward. No, 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 no. Listen. Uh, could you have some pop open? Wait, but <laughs> but what about those family members that are supposed to be in in those slots? No, no, no. I don't, no, I don't no, care no. about those. I plan Make on having a, a staircase. <laughs> yeah, right. I also need internet down there. Is that cool? I mean, for the dead. Do you people. have Wi-Fi? <laughs> and we need Wi-Fi down there. This is Wi-Fi. This is a high-tech mausoleum. Yeah. That's a, that's the kind of guy who asks uh, his IT person like, "Hey, uh, can we extend the Wi-Fi from the mansion uh, without having to put anything in the yard? Yeah, you think that'll to, reach out to, to the mausoleum the, uh, to to the Batcave? Is anyway? that cool? Is that cool? <laughs> okay, he yeah. does his own Wi-Fi. Let's be honest. Mm, that's right. Okay. okay. So what do you what do you uh, rate this thing? I give it. I'm somewhere between two and two and a half. I'm yeah. feeling like I've thought back to the scenes that I've enjoyed, and I I'm I'm verging on two and a half here. So yeah. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go thumb and pinky, kind of like a hang 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then just like every once in a while, the index kind of flickers up. Yeah, yeah. I say I'm doing it right now, yeah. Yep. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. That's this movie. Our top five. I'm excited dun, 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 to get to this. Dun, 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 dun. Now, I want to be clear. I already did the top five, so I want to make sure I did this the right way. <clears throat> it's the top five heroines from a movie not necessarily top five movies whose main lead Correct. characters okay very Correct. good, very good. These, are mine, the, this, these are the ladies these are the characters right 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 right, right. okay very good okay well i think it's uh, it's so fitting you you did the top five uh, why don't you go first okay i have some um honorable mentions Mm-hmm. They are Katniss Everdeen oh. from Hunger Games. Oh man! Um, Elizabeth Swan from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah! And Sharon Stone from Quick and the Dead, and Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman. She did not make my top five. Well. That is something. Yep. And it, let me t- let me tell you something. While like I'll tell you what I ranked them on because I think we may have different scales. Sure. The many of the people in my list have some sort of power or ability to fight, which is great, but I don't count that necessarily as a as a hero. The uh I think you got to have smarts. You got to be full of courage and uh you gotta you gotta do the right thing so hmm. i think uh wonder woman was would be real close to number five real close but she was yeah man that's all i got you really gave me something to think about there that's um hmm. i have and then i have about 15 others that i listed here that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna go you into. just 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 run through a couple of them just just real quick uh, Lucy from Narnia, Mulan, uh, Matilda, Trinity from Matrix, Natiri from Avatar, Kill Bill Lady, um, Veronica mm-hmm. Mars, 
Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer. I'm not sure if she was ever in a movie. <laughs> uh, and Sandra Bullock from Gravity. Oh, and Halle Berry as Storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw that. Um, that's interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm adjusting my list as you were oh <laughs> listing no. things. Oh, no. I want to get it right. Uh, oh, man. Man, man, man. Okay, okay. Do you have any honorable well, mentions? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list two. Okay. Um, I just put Katniss Everdeen because you, <laughs> you said it. Yeah. And uh, that's actually a really good. Uh, that's a good one. And then uh, the girl from Valerian. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, I'm actually I'm going to put Princess Leia from the original trilogy in the honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Because of the time the movies were made, you know, I think the character would probably be written pretty differently now. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it's worth mentioning. Right. I had her. uh, She was on the list, too. I didn't list her just in case you had her in your list. I didn't want to step on it. Um, But, yeah, I feel like she had all the makings, and I think they kind of changed things when she became General Ortega in the later things right right right, uh, right but yeah she was a bit too much of just a damsel at times in the right in and the she original didn't, three she definitely didn't act like it but she was written like it yes and yes. so and that's not, uh, yeah not not her fault at all just uh right. hollywood <laughs> george Lucas, years, specifically right, 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 specifically right. yeah that too um please wear this he, please wear this while we hang out with java the hut and I always call him <laughs> right, Jabba right, the Hutt. Right. His name is Jabba the Hutt. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, he, wor- he works at Starbucks. Yeah, yes. Now, I, you know, one of the things, as you were mentioning those, I did not go to animated films, mm-hmm. which I feel like might have been a big oversight. And so... Yeah, I think you were probably right. I, I have one in my top five uh, as kind of a stand-in for... Uh, there are a lot of, of, I think, wonderful female heroines that, like, Pixar has done better. Yeah, yeah. At, well, I don't but, want to ruin yours if it's one of them. Let me just ask real quick, and then I can cut it it's out. Not, Is it Elastigirl? It's not, no. <laughs> No, it's not. Okay, well, I'm putting Elastigirl in my honorable mentions All right. as well then, too, because she's uh, she's pretty epic. Um, okay, so you're number five. My number five is my one animated um, character, okay, and good. that is Moana. Um, I think oh, okay. I haven't that, seen it. I haven't seen right. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but yes, yeah. she is a great, um, strong hero who is out to save her island, Um Full of love for her people, um, a lot of a lot of grace, but uh, and like no special skills. Um, but she is. If there was a, if I had a a little girl who wanted to look up to to one cartoon character, yeah, sure, sure, I would point to her as the kind of uh, young lady you should be. A little rebellious, yeah. but that's uh, part of the part of the process, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. Well, my number five, and you had mentioned her in the honorable mentions, is Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. And uh, I was thinking back, and I was I was tempted to put her way up high. Yep. But as I kept thinking about it, again, I think this is not a result of the acting or the actress, but the writing of it. And, um, you know, I understand there was, like, stuff played for comedy 
as far as like, oh, what's that? Or, you know, those right. kind of interactions. And I feel, but I do feel like it takes away from the heroineness of it. And, you know, the scene where she like is walking across the battlefield and like bullets are raining at her, like that, it was a super epic scene. Right. And, uh, you, re- you know, she really looks um, serious there. But most of the movie before that and a lot of time after it, it's like, mm, yeah, they kind of play her for a, a silly character almost uh, too often. Right. So. But but uh, she did very well. So Wonder Woman uh, is number five. Okay. Um, shoot, I realized I have two number threes on this list. That's <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> do you have a number four too? Like as well? I do. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some. You rejiggering funky math here for a second. Okay. Oh, sure. Man, this is tough. Just uh, you can list them both. It's fine. We can okay. break a rule. I'm uh, I'm going to put number four as Rachel Wise or Evelyn Carnahan in the original Mummy movie. Oh yes, I think. And now I haven't seen it for a while, and she right. wasn't necessarily the star. I know Brendan Fraser did a lot of the heavy lifting against the zombies, but if I remember correctly, she was. Super intelligent, yeah, yeah, really brave, like had no yeah. problem just fighting mummies, and mm-hmm. I th- I think she was great in that movie. I'm going to, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's gonna sit alone at four. I'm gonna do some squishing around here. I might have okay, a, well then, a a combo three here. Okay, that's good. Well, that was good. My number four is Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, and. You know, depending on the movie, there's so many movies now that she's been in, it's you know, it's hard to pin it down which movie. But I think as a whole and her character, um, you know, it's funny, you know, stands on her own, um, you know, enjoyable. Like, I believe her as the character. And uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool character. So anyway, yeah, Black okay. Widow, my m- number four. Um, My number three, I have... <laughs> I now have, I have three people here. I need to kick somebody out. Um, no, just, just okay. Just to list me, them all. to me, Ripley from Alien. Yeah. Sarah yeah. Connor from Terminator, and <laughs> Emily Blunt's character in Edge of Tomorrow are all like to me amazing fighters and like, yeah. Like I would bring them into a, a knife fight with me, kind of thing. Right, right. Um, I haven't seen... Uh, I would probably list them a little higher, but I haven't seen Alien and Terminator a lot in my life. So I, like, I've like i seen Sarah Connor more in Terminator, I guess, than I have... Uh, I right. saw the original Alien once. And Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've seen, I've seen all the Aliens. And... Uh, yeah, what, what's her name? Ripley, Rip- Ellen Ripley. I don't know Ripley, they call her. Yeah. Ripley. Yeah, she is she's pretty serious in those movies. Uh Alien Resurrection too, like pretty pretty good. So yeah, those are good. Those are good. Yeah, I th- I think the one that really strikes me the most out of those those three, which somehow got smushed together, uh, is I really think Emily Blunt in Edge of Tomorrow had a, a sort of a I like when there's a kind of an edge of caring in there as yeah. well. I think yeah. my I like my heroes to not just be ruthless assassins, but to have a little right. softness. And that's for yeah. men and women. Yeah. So So my number 3, you know, I I started to and I think we're like leaning more towards like action heroines. Yep. 
But, you know, I'd mentioned this movie yesterday, or last episode, um, or maybe I didn't, I don't know. But The Interpreter with Nicole Kidman and Sean Penn. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes, I have. (laughs) And she is, I mean, she's the main character, and it, it is not an action movie. You know, it's more of a drama thriller. But her character in that movie is a very strong, you know, she's intelligent and, you know, uncovers the conspiracy and stops it successfully and, you know, works with Sean Penn. Like, I, I remember really enjoying that movie and Nicole Kidman in that movie. Um, so, yeah, Nicole oh, Kidman. That, you know, that makes, I mean, I'm sure we're missing a ton and ton of movies, obviously. But I one know, that just know, made me it. think of was um, I love Jodie Foster in Flight Plan. Well, and also, and she I mean, like discovers her kid missing. Isn't it a silent? She's a Silence of the Lambs yep, too, right? She's in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I mean that's. Oh. So hey, listen, listeners, especially you, tweet at us, female listeners. Yes, please let us know all the movies that we totally blanked on. Uh, that should have definitely this did. List. Yes, all the characters. So anyway, uh, what's your number two? My number two is Hermione Granger. Hmm. Emma Emma Watson is that her name? I just blanked on that. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Harry Potter, uh, she may be the most the most capable person in all of J.K. Rowling's uh, <laughs> work. Right, uh, right. If I yeah, in some ways I'm just like yeah, Harry Potter just needs Hermione around, whereas Ron Weasley is is not necessarily. Uh, necessary for their adventures <laughs> okay all right so yeah she is i think i'm i'm really finding out that my my heroines having this brilliant um uh, tactical mind is very important right. for me in my list yeah. uh thus yeah, cool. also i married a brilliant woman so my wife mm-hmm. is uh, she'll never listen to this, so that I was going to say <laughs> that won't give me any credit in life. I was going to say you almost but, got brownie points there, but she's not going to listen. Right. So. <laughs> but my wife is number one on my list very, of heroines. Very nice, very nice. Well, my number two is, of course, Ray, Daisy Ridley's mm. character in the new Star Wars uh, series. Uh, first of all, living alone in the desert, uh, fending for yourself, pretty resourceful, strong character. You know, in the way they once uh finn the character like meets her and like tries to help her in like various scenarios she you know, she's got the lines that are like why are you holding my hand like stop holding my hand uh so i think that's great and you know the fact that she uh can fight with a lightsaber that well uh pretty uh quickly yep it's, it's pretty serious so yeah ray from star wars fantastic which leads me perfectly into my number one <laughs> ray from star wars yeah yeah, I, I, hard. I, can't go I think yeah i think it she is fantastic um and it has such a strong like moral good in, yeah. in these movies uh she really is like for someone that was scavenging space junk uh right. her kind of her quest is so unwavering it's very impressive yeah and honorable and there was a, I remember once the movie came out and there were like, um, you know, toys um, being sold. <laughs> there was a big uproar because like almost no sets included 
the Ray character. Yeah, that's preposterous. <laughs> like they, they would have like Kylo Ren and Finn, Finn. and BB-8, and, and BB-8, and like <laughs> Stormtrooper, old, old Han Solo, <laughs> and Stormtrooper one, two, and three, and the little like black robot BB-8 knockoff, but not Ray. And it's like uh, I don't understand. Like I don't get that. What are you doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. So anyway, and also there was the whole like how much each of them made for those movies. And like Daisy Ridley, I think made one of the least of the main uh, characters. So there's all that. I uh, could get part. on my soapbox yeah. all day about. Yeah, that. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, another day. But uh, my number one, you put her in uh, the honorable mentions. Okay. But I'm resurrecting uh-huh. this character. Bring her back. That is Trinity from the Matrix series. Yes. Now here's the thing. Here, you know, I thought long and hard about who to put in the number one spot. Yes. I had Daisy Ridley there. I had uh, I put Gal Gadot there first, and then I was like, oh no, you know, Wonder Woman's uh, down. But here's the thing about Trinity: amazing fighter, fend for herself, like rides the motorcycles and the cars and all that, like awesome. Right. Uh, total, uh, you know, bad something. <laughs> also. Uh, yeah, thank you. The romance between her and Neo in no way lessens her character, I believe, mm-hmm. from what I remember. And, like, she does not, like, she rescues him um, and stuff, but, like, does not make her any weaker for it or, like, she doesn't come off her, like, I don't know. I don't know the word for it. Like, her grit, you know, is not lessened right. one iota because of it. And there's even, I remember the scene in the third one uh, where they're, like, flying towards the, like, main robot city. And uh, Neo is blind at the moment. And all those, like, little robots are flying at him. And he's, like, destroying them. But, like, they're, like, it's too much. And they have to, like, climb above the clouds or whatever. And, like, she's, like, she's flying that thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, like, it's a... Uh, she was both supporting her man and getting the job done and being like, yeah, really good at all of it. So Trinity. I put Trinity there. Oh, that's, that's a it's a good choice. I, I debated putting her in the list. I think the Matrix movies dropped off so much for me that I think as she was developed, as her character was being developed, I was caring just less and less, which was difficult <laughs> yeah, for me yeah. to. I was, I, yeah. I, I need to see the second reloaded and revolution again to kind of I mean, I think, see her come together. I think I think the common uh, agreement is that revolutions was kind of meh, and uh, reload like the first one was the best one, and then right. you know all that. Step. I, re- I remember the this is one of the first movies I had on DVD, but like the scene from the first Matrix of her and Neo in like shooting up that office building lobby, yep. doing like no handed so cartwheels good. while shooting. Yeah, so good. And then the the car chase scene in The Matrix Reloaded, which is literally like 20 minutes of car chase on top of the trucks and all that. Uh, yeah, I loved all that. That was pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, Steven, I need to add something in real quick because I forgot to add it at the beginning. And I know this is oh. sort of out of order. Uh, but I talked to my mother about the list before <laughs> before we filmed. Boy. Before we filmed, because I wanted to get her opinion on things, and she wanted to add in 
one of her favorites was Olivia de Havilland from like the Errol Flynn 1930s, 1940s days. Um, she was Maid Marian in Robin Hood and in Captain Blood. Um, and she was a strong, as strong as a, a lady lead could be back in the 30s and 40s with like right. great charisma. Olivia de Havilland was, and I've seen a couple of those movies. So uh, she was also a big... Um, Evelyn from the Mummy fan as well, so okay. I wanted to get her opinion because um, she loves some leading ladies as well. So she wanted to add that in as, and I give that a Mama Baranowski honorable mention. <laughs> I did my research. I did my research for this one. Man, you said you said a lot of words there about the uh, the 1930s stuff that I just did not recognize. So. If you ever have a chance to check out the 1938 The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland. You know, I, I feel like I need to mention one more. And if I would have thought of it earlier, it probably would have been in the top five instead of just an honorable mention. Uh, you could slide but, them around if you want. Uh, well, have you seen Hidden Figures? I have seen the last 50%. What? <laughs> it was on a plane. Right it was one of those like it's always playing on the certain channels if you flip, flip to it. So. Oh man! But go on, go on. Hidden figures. Hidden figure. Hidden figures, man. It was that was a great movie. Okay, I like the I anyway, like the second fifty percent of it. <laughs> well, the the main character, Taraji P Henson, playing uh, Catherine G Johnson. Um, yeah, she's uh, incredible in that movie, and. Just extremely strong personality and okay. did did you see the scene where she like tells off Kevin Costner about how she has to go across campus to go to the bathroom? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think I think you you and Jill I think would probably enjoy watching the whole thing. But uh okay. it is it is really it's really good. And you know, true story too, so there's that. Yeah. But Fantastic. Anyway. Fantastic. All well, right. we probably missed a ton of them, and we are just two yeah. middle-aged yeah. white dudes that maybe... <laughs> Listen, you know the world needs Miss more it. podcasts with two white dudes talking. Talking. That's, that's, so this, yeah. that's exactly really what the world a, needs. We really fill a niche. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, but you as our listeners, please, please, uh, niche? 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 Something like that. Niche? Yeah, something like that. Uh, you as our listeners, please... Uh, Please tweet at us. Please uh, go to theexchangepodcast.com. Is that the correct URL? That's right. Um, and recommend a movie for us to see or uh, give right. your thoughts on uh, top five uh, heroines. Or, yes, or uh, condiments. We're, that are always welcome. Thoughts on <laughs> condiments and mayonnaise. We're always yeah. Or if you want to send all birds in the mail, those are can be received. Let me you know. know. Ever since ever since I visited our website, I see Instagram ads now with uh, the all birds. Yep, they think <laughs> you want. They think you want them. I do want them. I, I do want them now. <laughs> the uh, the ad that I saw was uh, <laughs> a guy putting them in a bucket to wash them. He's just washing his shoes. So shucking corn in one bucket, dumping his mm. all birds in the other. Churning butter. Churning butter yeah. in the third. Uh, it was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Always fun. Yeah. Except that one yeah. time. 